This is the University Seventh-day Adventist Church in the sunny Orlando, Florida. We are glad that you are listening to our weekly podcast. Our prayer is that you will be blessed and challenged by our message today, and may God lead you in the next step of your growth in Him. Here is our future sermon. You know, last week I got here and someone told me that you'll be preaching this week. I said, you sure? I said, yes, this is your turn. And I had a rush home and for the past week prepare a sermon for every one of you this morning. And I pray that the Lord will give you a blessing by the word I'm be saying to you this morning. Heavenly Father, I come before you this morning thanking you for the opportunity again just to deliver your word. Be with me now as I say your word, be that everyone will be blessed. Not by my word, but by your word. This I ask in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Just think. Just take a moment to think of all the different decisions you could make this morning. Whether to come to church here, or go to Stanford, what time to get up, what to eat, what to wear, what role you should take. Each day we're confronted with different choices. How much of choices we make will impact our lives, such as what we eat. Other choices are not really significant to what we do. Young people, they want to know, should I get married? Should I have children? what career they should choose. But of all the choices we make, the most critical of all, decision about Jesus Christ and his kingdom. The ultimate choice, because that is, that will determine your destination. Of all important decisions God wants us to make, whether man, woman, or children, is to make the decision for eternal life. Will you open your Bibles with me to Matthew 7, 13, and 14? You're going to keep your Bibles open because we're going to be going in the Bible a lot this morning. Now I'll be reading this morning. When you're free to say amen. Enter through the narrow gate for 7, 13, and 14. Matthew 7, 13, and 14. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is a gate, and broad is a road that lead to destruction. And many enter through it, but small is a gate, and narrow is a road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Wow. Only a few find it. A lot of people are looking for it. Only a few find it. Will you be looking for it this morning? I hope when you leave here today, we'll find a road that Jesus wants us to focus on. The Lord focuses on inevitable decisions we make regarding our destination. But it depends on the road we take. You're at a crossroad of your life right now. The question this morning, will you want to enter the narrow gate, which few finds? 
or you want to go to the wide gate where everybody goes. 417 will lead you to Dr. Bachelor this morning, but you chose to be in University Church. I hope that is, this is the narrow gate. And when you leave here, you'll be blessed by knowing that you entered the narrow gate. If we are going on a trip, we tend to choose where we're going, what road we're going to be taking, where we're going to be staying. And as we go along, we pick what hotels we're going to be. The wide gate has a lot of benefits. Most people take it because they can take all their baggages there. The wide gate is pretty. It's inviting. Come in. That gate has no restrictions. You just have to come as you are. Is anybody here from New York? Have ever lived in New York City? Mike. You know when you're going to New York and you take the subway? You want to go to the west, go uptown or downtown? Gotta go through the turnstile. You gotta put the token in. You only can go, only one person going at a time. If you try to go in two of you, the cop will be right there. Somebody will end up in jail. So this morning, just think about it that you're going through this narrow gate. And the narrow gate is not very easy to walk through. Let's go to Luke. 1324. Luke 1324. I'll be reading. It says, Make every effort, make every effort to enter through the narrow gate, because many, I tell you, many will try and will not be able to able. Wow. In verse 24, Jesus said, once the owner of the house gets up and closes the door, we'll stand outside knocking and pleading, sir, open the door for us, but he will answer, I do not know you. I know one of us in here doesn't want that to happen to you. You don't want to be here that door closed and Jesus said, you cannot come in. That day will be sad for many people. Can you imagine your parents abandoning you? It is cold and it's raining, and you get home when the door is closed, but you can actually hear your parents inside. You're knocking on the door, the heat is on, but they will not open the door for you because they say, we don't know you. Let's look in Matthew 21, Matthew 7, 21. Not everyone who call out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. Brothers and sisters, Jesus we must put Jesus first in all we do. He has that door open for us. But if we close, when it closes, you will not be able to get in. Your 
journey today is to strive diligently to enter through the narrow gate. Because when that narrow gate is all, Jesus has the key for the narrow gate. It's there waiting for you. God allows us to choose for ourselves. Some choices do nothing. But when we choose, some choices have a great reflect on how your life is going to be and where you're going to end up in life. As we stand at a fork in the road, two gates, the narrow and the wide gates, each gate has contrasting part. As we look at the wide gate, the wide gate is one most traveled. It's easy path. As I said before, you don't have to worry about taking your baggage, your luggage, everything can go through that gate. It's already available for you. All you have to do is come, and it's there. The wide part leads to destruction. So we'll travel down substance abuse, Pride Avenue, materialism, some will travel down the road of sexual sin. Others will take hate road, murderous avenue. Brothers and sisters, that is not the way you want to go. Let's look at Proverbs 12, 15. The way of a fool seems right to him. But a wise man listen to advice. God wants you to look choices. Do I, I, I named that this morning choices. You know, there's a story of Ronald Reagan. He said when he, his aunt took him many to a shoemaker, he wanted to design a shoe custom made for him. The young kid got a shoemaker, and the shoemaker asked him, what design you want, round toe or square toe? He said, I can make up my mind. When he went back to get the shoe, he had one round and one square. <laughs> he said, from that day on, I learned to make choices. You will have to make a choice in your life whether you want a round toe or a square toe. Whether you want the narrow gate or the wide gate. It's all there for you. You know, when I walked in here this morning, I remember the first time the pastor asked me to preach. Man, it was like about 10 minutes. And someone asked me this morning, he said, Brother Heron, are your sermon going to be long this day? I said, no, you have potluck. So <laughs> I'm going to make it short. But it's not a, I'm not finished yet. I just want to make sure. That <laughs> Proverbs 14, 12. It says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but it ends in death. The well-traveled path that has no rules, no restriction, is a path that's everyone going right their own way. They seem right in their own way. You know, last week, or the week before, there's a lady that 
died. She was 56 years old. And I think I have a picture here. Her family was sending her off. And I guess she wanted to see Jesus. So what they did, they put her in a living room, a can of bush beer, a cigarette in her hand, and some wine and some cards. Now, I don't know what gate she's going to go through with this one, but I guarantee it won't be the narrow gate. This, in the, the, they asked the daughters, why you do that? She said, that's the way she lived her life. She enjoyed it, and she wanted to go this way. So she had the bush beer, cigarette, deck of cards. That's right. Please make sure you don't have this when you go in, because God will not accept you. And there's another, there's another one that I saw last week. While we studied last week over uh, for the Sabbath school, there's a young man over there, he said, the Sunday church is great. They don't have no restrictions. You can come, and they don't point fingers at you. Well, Last week, I have this story here. The gentleman, he was upset, 52 years old. He was upset that someone was sitting in his, in his pew. So when he got outside, he ran him over with his car. And, he spent, and he's, he's, he's going to spend 30 days in jail for a seat. Now, I don't know what gate, what gate he's going to be traveling to. So when you come to church, not just this church, anywhere you go, you got to prepare, prepare yourself for Nargate. I know it's hard. It's a lot of work. If you watch those basketball players or football players, you watch the soccer, those guys are running up and down for 90 minutes. And I know this one thing, only one guy can kick the ball at a time. Two people don't kick the ball at a time. It's individual. Even though there's 11 people on that team per side. When you decide to, for Jesus, it's going to be individual. You, your kids can't decide for you. Your parents can't decide for you. You're going to have to do it on your own. So today, my question to you, what gate will you be entering the gate you strive to go through, the narrow gate or the wide gate. I'm not going here to tell you what gate you should go in. The Bible tells you what gate you should be trying to go through. Deuteronomy 30:19. I find them before you because I know where they are. That's, and I made my little spot there, so that's why I get there before you. And I put the paper clip so I can find it so I don't go all over. So I have a little spot right there. This is Moses, and he challenged the Israelites. 19. This day I will call heaven and earth as a witness against you. 
that I may have set before you life and death, blessing and curse, curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God. Listen to his voice. It was amazing this morning. You know, I, I can't speak Spanish, but I was in a Spanish class. And I had three ladies that was in the class, the teachers. And I came away with a couple of words I know I wrote down. Father. Uh, what is that? Padre. Padre. See? See? Padre. See? I, I got one. So at least I got away with one. So this morning, if you only leave with one word, one members, is to enter to the narrow gate. Don't try to go through the wide gate. Because there's a lot of people on there. Where you go on I-4? Be careful. Last week, they said I was traveling west. People were going east. And I hear on the radio, there's seven accidents on I-4. I was going in the opposite direction. That's a wide road. You know, it's not that it leads to destruction. You have to go to work. So you might have to take that road. But you have to be careful on the roads that you take that leads to Jesus Christ. In Luke 13, 22, 30. It's Jesus speaking here now. Luke 13, 22 to 30. Look, I got an for that one. Jesus teach. Jesus is teaching entering the kingdom. As he teach, enter the how to enter the kingdom. Jesus went through towns and villages teaching as he went, always pressing towards Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few be saved? Look at 24. 24. Verse 24. Hard work to enter the narrow gate, the narrow door, God's kingdom. Many will try, but few will try, but will fail. This morning, I don't want you to fail when you enter through God's kingdom. When, you enter, when you're going to God's house, be prepared that he's willing to accept you the way you are. You know, people worry about what they wear and dress. God doesn't look on the outside. I think he's looking on the inside. And sometimes we point fingers at how people come to church. And people don't want to come back to church. Because you're looking at them from an outside appearance. You have them grow as Sister Davis was saying this morning. You need to help them to grow in God's house. Not when they come here. They need to be 
anywhere, you've got to minister to people whenever, wherever you go. Not just here, always trying to be helpful to someone looking for the narrow gate. God says, a lot of people try, but they'll not find it. This morning, this afternoon, I pray that everyone that hears my word voice this morning will be looking for the narrow gate and will try to enter it knowing that's where God wants you to be. Not just the way you look, but how you work hard to enter through kingdom. And I think God amended. So this morning, and you remember there's potluck, so that's why I'm wrapping it up right now. So that everybody will be able to have a happy meal and enter through the narrow gate as you go. And when you leave this, when you go through those doors, remember, there's wide doors and there's narrow doors. Always have that in mind that you're going to go through the narrow door. Because that's where God is waiting for you. He's always waiting for you at the narrow door. He just waiting to work a little bit harder. Anything you do. All those college students, I know right over here. The college lawyer, it's a lot of work. Doctor, it's a lot of work. Just didn't just get up one day and you become a doctor, right? Didn't just get up one day and you become a lawyer. Yeah. A lot of work. You know, they're probably nurses, and, and, and I, I mean, Chris, I try to play music like Chris. Man, I tried. I even take music lessons, and I still can't play. And he just gets over there, and there's a lot of hard work, and he plays. And Rose, every day I come to church, and I'm praying every week, man, I want to play, play like Rose and Chris. And I get on my piano. My wife even bought me the piano. And he's still collecting dust because I can't play it. You know, it's such hard work. But I have to keep working at it every day. And if you work at it, one of these days, I'm going to come into church. I'm going to tell Rose, you don't have to play today. I'm taking over. Chris, you go to the back. I'm going to be playing. I don't know what that's going to be. Maybe 10 years from now. But one of these days, I might go that I'll be able to pray. And next week, I'm still going back in my Spanish class because I guarantee you, by the end of the cup, by the end of this 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 quarter, I will be able to speak Spanish to some people. Maybe not as fluent like everybody else, but I sure know that I asked for the word hija, hija. No, no. There was a one word she said, son. Ijo. See, I wrote it, but I didn't spell it right. H-I-J-O. And the H is silent. So now, see, I'm learning. It's hard work to speak Spanish. And those Spanish people say it's hard work to speak English. So I don't know which one it is. I just got to keep working on it. So I'll be in your class next week. And I wrote my name in your class next week. So next week, if you don't see me, Come look for me, because I'm not getting out of those English class. I'm, I'm going to be up in a Spanish class, because I want the hard work. I don't want anything that's easy, because I want to get through that narrow gate, so I'm going to be working on it. May the Lord have thank you for 
understand me this morning. I want whatever you do, commit yourself firmly to him. This is the key to your life. Whatever you do, commit firmly to what God wants you to do. May the Lord add his word. Amen. Thank you, God.